Welcome to The Socialist. This is your host, Keegan Call, and I'm pleased to bring back our guest, Joshua Fernquist. Josh, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, Keegan. Why so serious? Uh, so you think this podcast is your ally? I made this podcast, built it. That was terrible. You loved it. That's true. That's true. You haven't lived unless you've done a Bane impersonation. Oh, I'm sure everyone who's seen the movie has done it. I was born in the dark. <laughs> yeah, we'll do some. Already three impersonations, and we're not even a minute in. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't resist that one. Others, please do. Well, lads and lad- laddies, we are gave every hit possible of what we're talking about today. But with the approaching the Batman on March 4th, we are talking about Batman. And we are going to talk about all the Batman movies. Well, sorry, Adam West. If anyone hasn't figured out by now, anything before 1970 doesn't exist. (laughs) So, uh, Adam West Batman doesn't exist to me. So we're not going to talk about that. Was was that a movie or was that a TV series? It was both. Oh, that's right. I I think I remember seeing that in like... In like eighth grade, is it's up? It's up the one where they have like all the terrible catchphrases, like, ho- like holy guacamole, Batman, or or, or, or stuff like that. Right. Like, we're, okay, there will right. be no shark repellent. There will be That's no right, shark, shark attacking repellent. helicopters. That's right. That's right. Oh goodness, that's awful. Because there's not a obviously the every Batman movie since then has been perfect, so it's only natural. That uh, we throw that one out, but yeah, it's gonna be Josh and I. We love Batman. We're gonna go oh, through yeah. the Batman movies. We're gonna grade them. Um, some of the grades are gonna be really obvious, and if they're not, <laughs> if you're shocked by them, you should question everything about yourself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, then, uh, then uh, Josh and I are gonna go through some categories to debate, like you know, best Batman. Best Bruce Wayne. Best, the best villains. Mm-hmm. Best, best sidekick. Best Batmobile. And then uh, we're going to talk about our thoughts on the upcoming film. Oh, yeah. Super excited. But uh, speaking of Batman, uh, let's hear some techno. Mr. Brown, introduce us. The Socialist. <laughs> Said he's he's never listened to the podcast before. No, well, no. he listened to the part where his techno was in it. 
So did you make it for this specifically, or did you just like? No, we uh, made the techno in uh, eighth grade. Oh, then you 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 just or like ninth, put, no ninth, ninth grade. grade, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. In Riverton, wow. great city. <laughs> great city. Uh, that yeah, yeah, that techno you heard, Josh. That was literally made less than a mile from you. How does that make you feel? Um, pretty much the same. If I'm being yeah. honest. Yeah, it's not super life changing. It just hasn't hit you yet. Oh. When they do a documentary, they'll be like, "Famous guest Joshua Fernquist and composer of the Socialist theme song actually occurred in the same city within ten years of each other." Okay, if I get famous for this, then there is something seriously wrong with the world, and I feel sorry for it. Hey. <laughs> I take that personally. This is gonna, <laughs> and so do the fifty v- listeners. Forty-seven. Forty-seven. Well, yeah. I can round it. That's fine. Yeah, you can definitely round it. Well, let me uh, highlight what we're, what movies we are grading. We have Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Batman Begins. The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, Batman vs. Superman, and Lego Batman. Ooh, love it. So much Batman. So, speaking of Batman, should we start with Batman? Let's do it. Give you a little background on this. 1989, so just meets the Keegan cut for relevancy. Yeah. Um, Directed by Tim Burton, who I'm a, I've made several critiques about. Yeah, I've never his stuff is like there's like creepy, interesting, and his stuff is just weird. Like it's it's not even interesting. Where it's just like just something that you'd be like, ugh, and you, and you turn your back on, and you go somewhere else. It's weird. So I guess you kind of warmed up. What would you grade Batman? So Batman 1989, I actually just watched this. Uh, actually, I've never seen it before. I just watched this. And you're like, and, it, and, they, and you know why? <laughs> it, it took me three sittings to finish this movie. It was awful. Oh. Um, so I'm it's gonna, not as bad as Eternals is what you're saying. It's not as bad as Eternals. Um, I'm going to give Batman 1989, I'm going to give it a C-. C-? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's... How do I put this? I gave it a D plus. A D plus. That's fair. So it's pretty close to what you gave it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. There's some overrated things about this. Yeah, I I don't understand. So, um, my job in Rexburg, my boss there, this was his like favorite Batman movie, and I had never seen it before. But honestly, I've lost a lot of respect for his. Tasted movies because, like, like if for some reason Michael listened to this, like that Batman is just not a good movie. It's it's just, and like I get it. Like it was a different time in you know cinema. Um, superhero movies were different. They were supposed to be more you know cliche, more wham bam in your face. But it's just like, it's just not very good. You know the the only redeemable thing is I think Michael Keaton is is he's a. Decent Bruce Wayne, but he's an awful Batman. 
Like, uh, I'm not sure the last time you saw it, Keegan, but he, he kind of just, I, I, uh, he can't turn his neck, uh, because of his hood. And his cape is just always on his shoulder, so he just kind of walks around with his arms just straight. It's, it's, it's super awkward and weird. Yeah. So, it always, people always said Jack Nicholson was like, famous for his portrayal of the Joker. It's just weird, like. So, like, who's better, Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson? Oh, like, it's not even close. I was like, what? No. Why is this a debate? Like, no. That's. Like, obviously, I wasn't born in 1989, so maybe for its time, it, you know, I'm sure people are like, yay, Batman in a movie. I mean, <laughs> I guess compared to the Adam West one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, compared to, like, what was it, like, 1966, like, I think, is when the. That Batman came out like it's it's better than that. I figure that, which isn't saying anything, right? But yeah, just like and then I don't know if you remember, but the Joker is actually the guy that killed Batman's parents in in this Batman universe. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. And then, but like, I don't know. And then just the Joker doesn't ever seem like a threat to me. Like he's like laughing and playing, and then he kills someone, and then he's laughing and playing. Like it, it's almost like comical how he how he like kills people which i don't know if that's a good thing <laughs> tim burton <laughs> i'm telling you uh, yeah i i'm trying to th- think anything i really like about this movie i, I mean this, the suit's mm, pretty cool i like the oh yeah the the suit was, it was really cool like if you compare it to uh, the the adam west one the adam west one was just basically pajamas like he's just wearing pajamas, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, it's a cool bat suit. The uh, this is the like super iconic Batmobile that you probably got as a, a toy as a kid. Either this one or the one in the animated series. Um, but yeah, just like the uh, there's a love story between him and I can't remember her name. And I saw this movie yesterday. I can't remember her name. Uh, she's it, not it, memorable. It's terrible. There's a reason she's not in the second movie. It's just. And then, like, the way the Joker dies, <laughs> he's about to get on a helicopter to leave, and Batman, like, grapples his foot to a statue. And so the statue falls and takes him with him, and you're just like, okay, cool, I guess. Uh, just. Danny Elfman came up with the music, by the way. Who? Danny Elfman. I don't know who that is. Famous composer. You uncultured swine! <laughs> Wow, uh, did you just see what uh, this got on Rotten Tomatoes? See, this is where sometimes Rotten Tomatoes is stupid. Like, 71%? Yeah. Like, no. This is, uh, I mean, I guess it's for its time, maybe, but. I mean, I guess I gave it a C-, minus. so if we're going by, like, those grades and 72 is a C minus. You sure it's a C minus, Josh? I mean, I give it a C minus because it, like, it's not awful. I probably would never watch it again, but it's not like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy bad. I've never seen that movie. That's the worst movie ever made. Um, Worse than Master in Disguise? I, I love that movie as a kid, actually. Just... I'm going to be the Master of Disguise. Oh, boy. Uh, but no, I mean, like, I give it a C minus because Michael Keane makes. Uh, I then I don't. Have you ever seen the um, the honest trailers for, mm-hmm. for for this movie where he talks about how Michael Keane's believable as a guy 
as a as a billionaire who will go out fighting homeless people because he's just like insane. <laughs> like he, like he sits around in his glasses and turtlenecks and he like grabs a poker like like a fire poker or wanting to fight Joker. Like yeah, this is the guy who totally could go out and just beat the crap out of some homeless people. <laughs> I love honest trailers. <laughs> it's it's great. It's almost as good as pitch meetings. Almost as good as pitch meetings. I just don't get how it works out. He becomes a variant of Vulture in the Spider Man movie. That's, <laughs> I'm still waiting for that connection. But, oh, so um, I actually I, I saw this thing uh, apparently in in Spider Man Homecoming, um, in the scenes where Michael Keaton and Tom Holland are like fighting up close. Uh, uh, supposedly Tom Holland said every time Michael Keaton got close to him, he would say, I'm Batman. <laughs> Which I think funny. is, that's hilarious, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it it's fine. I probably won't ever watch it again, but. I is mean, it the led... worst Batman movie? Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Definitely not. Definitely not. No, we, uh, we will get to that. Probably in about, in, a, in a, uh, about seven years later, the worst Batman movie came out. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, I think we've said enough about this yeah. below average Batman movie. You know, in the con- can you believe this is like before Almost Christopher like- Nolan came along? This is what we had to work with. Well, I mean, like superhero movies were just dreadful. Just thinking about it, like th- there was a Captain America made in like the nineteen nineties. I don't know if you knew that. It was it was terrible. Yeah, I tried to forget. terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to Batman Returns. Uh, clever title. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, this is 1992. Tim Burton is back, baby. Oh, yeah. He's fired up with Michael Keaton. And, uh, you got the penguin and the, Catwoman. uh, seductive Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. What do you think of this one? Uh, this one's a little bit better. I'm gonna give this one a C. Yeah, this one is, I will premise, this is the best of the pre-Nolan Batman movies, in my opinion. Which, again, isn't saying a lot. <laughs> but I gave it a C+. Um, okay. Is it bad to say I liked Catwoman? <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, so, Keegan, when this movie came out, you were, you were what, negative two? Yeah, well... I was saying, I think she did a good job as this. I think she just did a good job in the villain role, and I actually think Danny DeVito did get as Penguin. I like them both better than Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah, I mean, these they were definitely still like pretty ridiculous characters, but I think they did a much better job. I was more I scared mean, of Penguin. Okay, so um, I was talking talking to my wife Megan about this movie, and she said that this movie terrified her as a child because um, her her. Her brothers made her watch like the scenes with Penguin in the sewers, like abducting people, and she and she was terrified as a kid that he was gonna come and basically like kill her, basically. Yeah, he's scary. He's he's eating that raw fish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Once again, still like super cheesy. Like he was raised by penguins and like Catwoman Michelle Pfeiffer. She was resurrected by cats. Like, yeah, the, the still super still... cheesy, but like it 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 is better, much better than the yeah, uh, not much better, but better than yeah. Batman. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's performance of Catwoman is widely viewed as very good, and I agree. It was this kind of like interesting Catwoman. In the, she's kind of, she's like an anti-hero a little bit. 
Yeah, I think she's more of an anti-hero. I will. Yeah. I guess she goes from like villain to like anti-hero in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, isn't this the one with the scene where she like licks Batman's face? Is is that this movie? Yeah, like like a cat. Yeah, that was that was weird. Yeah, it was awkward. I know it's that moment you're watching it and you're like, eh. Yeah. So, wasn't um, what's his name? Um, what's what's Two Face's name? Oh, uh, Harvey, Harvey Dent. Dent is in this movie. That is true. So, is he still played by um, what's his name? The guy who plays it's not Christopher Walken. Uh, who guy who plays Lando? Oh, that's right. Is it? I totally forgot about that. Cause yeah, he's uh he's Harvey Dent in the first movie. He does absolutely nothing, like absolutely nothing. He's just there. And then is he in Batman Returns or just Batman? Just a uh, Batman Returns. Okay, yeah, he's he's completely wasted character. That guy is. Which is kind of funny because in the next movie they use Two Face and has nothing to do with this Harvey Dent. Oh yeah, uh, Billy D. Williams. That's what his name is. This okay. got a eighty percent Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it reeks of Christopher Nolan again. Um, I mean, not excuse me, Tim Burton. Yeah, just like, like, like a little too weird, a little too like much. I think it kind of works a lot better with the Penguin and Catwoman, though. So that's yeah. why this movie, I think, works a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh Cool Batmobile. I like the yep. suit. That's yeah, just a cool suit. Just, just you know, average movie overall. Though, like, well, something you could watch like once every five years and you'd be fine with it. Yeah, like if this, like I said, if I was gonna go to the pre Nolan Batman movies, this is the one I'm probably going with. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I'm trying to think if I can do any impressions for anyone here. I don't remember anything. I haven't seen that movie in years. Ah, Batman. <laughs> Where are you? Give me some fish. <laughs> ah, Batman. You know, you... mistletoe can be very dangerous. Are you supposed to be Catwoman there? Yeah. Should I not do Jim Gaffigan's impersonation? Meow, <laughs> <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Catwoman wants some Batman. <laughs> okay, moving on. Next movie. <laughs> You know, you love Jim Gaffigan. Oh, he's great. He's great. But that, yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> well, after you say Batman Returns, you have to come up with even a more bold title. Mm-hmm. Batman Forever. Dun, dun, dun. Well, what did you give Batman Forever? Um, I give this one an F. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I hate this movie so much. An F? Is this your yeah. least favorite Batman movie? No. Oh, so it's like an F plus? <laughs> yeah, this is like a 59.4%, so it just didn't pass. I gave it a C minus. Really? I'm surprised. A C minus for this pile of garbage? 
I like, uh, I think it's fun. The Robin comes in. I think that's, that's a fun aspect. I think it was actually well cast. Chris O'Donnell's a good Robin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is Two Face. What a cast. Oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> so awful. It's actually quite the all star cast, like, if you really go through it. So, uh, should oh, highlight yeah. Val Kimmer is now Batman. Uh, yeah. He gets, he carries the dark broodness. I still think at this point they don't really nail Batman. Like, they do pretty well to Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But Batman is kind of forgettable in all, in all these movies. He's just kind of, I don't know, at least to me is. Nicole yeah. Kidman's in it, another big name. Yeah, she's the uh, love interest. The oh, that's right, she is, yeah. Young Nicole Kidman, so it's almost kind of, almost forget. Um, And then Jim Carrey, of course, is the Riddler, who also, I think, did a really good job. I think he's a good <sighs> Jim Carrey just knocks out every role, come on. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Jim Carrey is he's he's very charismatic. He's a very good actor, but like casting him to be a villain would be like casting Will Ferrell to be like Thanos. Like it just it just it's just not gonna land. No matter how good he does, just his personality, the way he delivers his like words and such, he's just he's just like, he's a comedian. He's goofy. He's I can't take him seriously. So you didn't like a series of unfortunate events. I, I, I hated those books, so I never watched the, the, the TV show. You hated Sonic the Hedgehog movie? I never saw that either. Uh, I didn't see it either. I was just listening to shows he's villains. <laughs> uh, am I missing anyone? Uh, the Grinch, he's kind of a villain. Drew Barrymore's in this, apparently. Oh my gosh. She plays someone named Sugar. Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's right. That's that's one of Two Face's girlfriends. He's a, his sugar and spice. That's what it is. Yeah, kind calling that his girlfriend's a very nice <laughs> title. Well, like Two Face's stripper groupie. <laughs> but no, like so. The reason I give this an F is because Michael Keaton read the script for this, and as soon as he read it, he quit. He refused to be Batman ever again because <laughs> really? because of because yes because of this movie. I did not know that. But no, like, I agree with you, like, Val Kilmer does a decent job of being Bruce Wayne, but they still don't understand how to do Batman, like, he's, he's, he's basically just this, like, action figure that you just, like, throw at people, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And then, I, I disagree, I, I really hated Robert, I think he's so annoying. You do? Yeah, I think he's, and like, It's just how like, I would picture Robin, annoying. I guess, but like, he's supposed to be like a teenager, he looks like he's like 28. That's <laughs> like, true. I don't know. You want to know yeah. another fun fact about this movie? Sure. John Favreau played assistant number two. Really? I see. The you Iron are. Man director, elf director, and Mandalorian director. So this is what really got his career launched was Batman oh, yeah. Forever. John Favreau played assistant. I think the only like iconic thing about this movie is you still have that classic Alfred. Um... Uh, his name is Michael Go. Is that how you pronounce his name? Uh, I don't. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I, I like. I think he's probably the most iconic Alfred. Like who you would picture he'd be. This, 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 this older British guy who's very stoic and who's very, you know, caring for Batman. But aside from that, like, I don't know. This movie's 
Yeah, there was a change in tone for this movie too. This one was directed by Joel Shoemaker. And, How was it? Um, Tim Burton unfortunately still helped produce it. Okay, gotcha. How many Tim Burton shots am I going to get? Uh, twenty-seven. Okay. Uh, Joel Shoemaker, like the music, kind of the like the Gotham City. You can tell it's a change. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman and Batman Returns are kind of the same Gotham City in tone, and then. Batman Forever and Batman and Robin are kind of the same tone as well. Oh, um, another reason why it's an F. The Bat Nipples. Is this where the Bat Nipples start? Yep. Google Batman Forever Bat Suit and you get the Bat Nipples. Wow. Yep. And he's, and he, he still can't turn his head. Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, the Rotten Tomatoes gave this one 39%. Yeah, I feel like that's that's adequate, I think. Is there anything you liked about this movie? Um, I don't know. Like, I haven't seen this you movie. Said, oh, yeah, I guess you said Val Kimmer wasn't too bad. Yeah, Val Kimmer was like, he's, he's an, another believable Batman, and I don't think he was the reason it was a terrible movie. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I, like, I guess Tommy Lee Jones wasn't a terrible Two Face. Still, still over the top, still ridiculous. But I'd say he's of the pre Christopher Nolan villains. I'd say he's probably top three. It was just not saying much in my opinion, but still, like, you know. I mean, my problem is like Riddler, Two Face, and Joker almost seem like the same villain half the time. Yeah, they're they're just very like jovial, very goofy, very <laughs> yeah, just like whack on it. I don't like. I don't know what's different. As much. Like, I mean, I know they have different, well, not powers, but, like, their signature, but it kind of just almost felt like the same people in a way. Yeah, just, like, different villain, but same villain in a sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, next up was 1997. Batman and Robin. Oh, the greatest movie ever. Let me start with and saying, this is the first Batman movie I remember watching. Uh-huh. Like I had the action figures, uh, had like the Batman cape for this movie. Uh, so it was like my favorite movie when I was like seven. <laughs> <laughs> but, what did you grade it? Uh, I gave it an F minus. <laughs> okay, well I gave it a nostalgia boost, so I gave it a D. A D. Oh my gosh. Uh, it is the worst of the pre-Nolan Batman movies. Oh, easily. My goodness. Let's Ooh. talk about what we liked about it. So, uh, same as you, this is the this is the first Batman I think I ever saw, and I I just remember seeing hearing the uh, the puns from Mister Freeze, um, from Mister Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Let's kick some ice, freeze. Chill, just like so many puns, and I remember thinking it was so funny as a kid. Uh, I that's mean, much, yeah. I, I don't know. Like once again, they they always have all star cast for these. Oh yeah, like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. in his prime. Uma Thurman, you know, as 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 Poison Ivy, George Clooney, arguably one of the greatest actors of 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 all time. You know, Lisa Silverstone just. Batgirl. 
Or, mm. or do we call her Batwoman now? Uh, she's Batgirl. That's, that's what it says. Okay. I just didn't want to yeah. offend any masses here. Uh, I doubt they're listening to this. They, uh, I mean, it really convenient they had skates built into their suit for when they played hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this is probably one of Amber's favorite movies. She thought it was a comedy, though. So I had to clarify, oh, it wasn't a comedy. No, so. this is this is an action movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, Bane's in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bane. I completely forgot about Bane. The socialist <laughs> podcast, good. Uh, that's, right, that's right, you have... You have Batman, Robin, Batgirl, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, and Bane. Goodness. I'm not going to lie, their car chase scene when they're like on like 10th story of highways, jumping uh, off statues, I thought was kind of cool. There's yeah. a Superman reference. Oh, there is. I, I don't remember that. At the start, he's like... Well, the whole opening sequence is awkward where they're like staring at each other. <laughs> oh yeah, is it doesn't open with him like like skating on ice or something? Yeah. <laughs> and they click their heels and skates come out. That's right. Oh my this this movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Gosh. If if you're ever like super depressed, listeners, and you just like need like like some goofiness in your life, just watch like 30 minutes of this movie. You'll, you'll just be like, oh my gosh, this is the stupidest thing ever, and I'm sure it will make you happier. <laughs> oh, this movie, Batman and Robin. <laughs> Poison Ivy legit made me scared of girls. Going oh, into definitely. like first and second grade. I literally was like, if they kiss me, I'm gonna die. Yeah, because if she, oh yeah, <laughs> she kisses Robin and he lives because he has rubber lips. I forgot about that. <laughs> Gosh. You ever like see a movie as a kid and then you watch it as an adult and realize there's like a lot of like adult humor and things oh, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. oh wow, that was that De- was oh, not yeah. that was not subtle. Um, I feel like Poison Ivy says what she yeah. pretty clear what she's doing there with that sexual innuendo. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I feel like um, Shrek is one of those like a lot of sexual innuendos in that uh-huh. even. Even uh, Toy Story, like, there's a few in there. I'm like, wow, that's a... (laughs) I will say, I don't think Yuma Thurman did a bad job as Poison Ivy. I thought it was probably one of the better parts of the movie. Like, once again, like, it's it's a super... These villains are just over-the-top super ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... Yeah, like, the the scene where she, like, seduces both of them and they, like, fight each other. And then Batman shows his, like, credit card. I don't know if you remember that. Five million. Yep. Oh, goodness. 12% by Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Oh, yeah. I I see that, yeah. What do you think of George Clooney? Um, George Clooney is, like, Pierce Brosnan, in my opinion. Like, he just, he looks too, just, like, of, of, like, a comfy individual to, like, Actually, be like a fighting person. If that makes sense. Hot take. This is my mm-hmm. favorite Batman. Really? Pre Nolan. Okay. Like I actually feel like this Batman was like cool and had like more cool gadgets and had 
I could see that. I could see that. No, I think I, I think the perfect cast for him was as Daniel Ocean in Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, and Thirteen. Like I feel like that was like perfect for him. I love just, those movies. Although the, oh, they're great. They're amazing. Um, just I feel like that was great for him because he's he's his like mastermind. He's very you know clever, etc. But like as as like a guy like like fighting someone hand to hand, like I can't I can't take him seriously. Um, Last thing I'll say about this movie is just because there is so much star power in it, it is almost, it, it is almost kind of in a weird. It's almost so bad it's entertaining to watch. Like oh, I yeah. watched this before Batman Forever or Batman. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is almost like a, 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 like the Expendables almost, where you just have these like such big names in this terrible movie that you know. It's, mm-hmm. It's cool because you get to see, you know, all these, all, all these really good actors. But anyway, all right, you ready for a palate cleanser? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Two thousand five, baby, Christopher Nolan. Who, by the way, Christopher Nolan wasn't that big at the time. Came no, out with no, definitely not. Batman Begins. Oof. What do you give it? Um, I give Batman Begins a B plus. A plus. A plus? Interesting. So why uh why is it an A plus for you? I'm curious. It is so I'm not to get into the Dark Knight. Everyone says Dark Knight's one of the greatest superhero movies ever, if not the best. While that yeah. is true, you don't get that without Batman Begins. Batman Begins set this paradigm shift on the superhero genre forever not just you know dc batman begins was not even a superhero movie it was like a story about a guy that wants to fight crime for his city and by doing that he takes on the mantle of batman uh the origin story is so good and so well explained just like why he's batman how he becomes batman it made you believe like this could be real. It, I love the villains in this. I love all the casting in this movie. I, I don't know what I would have done differently, but I think Batman Begins is almost a perfect movie. Like it, I don't know what more you could ask for, and it set up the sequel perfectly. That's, those are a lot of good points. Yeah. So the reason I I won't give it an A is I actually talked about this in our Star Wars podcast. Is that this is, so this to me is synonymous to Star Wars Episode Four, uh, New Hope, where sure. it's it, it's such a great movie. You know, it sets up the universe so well. I agree with you. The uh, the backstory of, of of Bruce Wayne, you know, his motivations, everything. It's it's so good. Uh, the villains, the villains are good. Um, I'd honestly say the villains are probably a weaker part of the movie. Um, but once again, like this sets up the universe. And so it leaves me wanting more. It, it, like nothing has been like resolved, or that makes sense. I mean, kind of, but I don't. So like, th- so that's why I, I won't give the first film an A. Once again, an amazing film. Without this, we wouldn't have probably a, a lot of super. Like this to me is synonymous to Iron Man and Marvel about how they they both kind of changed how superhero movies were viewed. And you're right. This almost kind of feels more like a. Not necessarily a spy movie, but almost like a. It's like a crime. Yeah, like the Dark Knight is like almost like a crime trilogy, or yeah. like a. 
kind of kind of like a rogue cop movie almost, like where he's like a police officer and he like turns in his badge, etc. You know, because it, it's super nice. Because definitely, the, I mean, there's still a tiny bit of cheesiness to it, but it's it's it, it's definitely believable. You know, like the, the the villains aren't this over over the top. They're not laughing in your face. There are actually people you're afraid of. You know, like uh, uh, the scenes with Scarecrow. Where he shows Rachel Dawes, you know, what he's doing, and then sneaks up on her and, you know, puts the, like, poison gas in her face. Like, like, ugh, you know, that's, that's something that's scary to me. And I think he's great for Scarecrow because he's a weird looking dude. I'm looking at a picture of him now. He, he is a weird looking human being, if I'm being honest. <laughs> the guy who plays Scarecrow. Uh. Like, I think at the time, if you heard they were doing these villains, I don't think, the public could really comprehend, like, how can you pull off doing Razagul, Scarecrow, and uh, Falcone and make it interesting? Yeah, definitely. Like, and those were definitely, you know, because if you think of Batman villains, one number one, you got Joker. I feel like number two, probably Bane. And then three, you know, probably either the Riddler, um, maybe Mr. Freeze. You know, but the, uh, these were definitely uh, the Penguin, Catwoman. These were definitely. And the lesser villains, and they just knock them out of the park. Liam Neeson, he is amazing in whatever he does, you know. Um, I think his, his name's Cillian Murphy, the guy who plays Scarecrow. Great casting, totally believable as this crazy doctor. And once again, like Christian Bale just knocks Batman out of the park. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's the first one to make Batman awesome. <clears throat> like, just. Does it come in black? You know, just like so many good lines. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, we have um, we have Morgan Freeman in this in these movies as well. He's Lucius Fox. Yeah, there's Gary, just so many good castings Gary, in this movie. Gary Oldman as 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 Gordon, you know, and then of course Sir Michael Caine as Alfred. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure he's in every single one. Of Christopher Nolan's movies, maybe not all of them, but is he in Dunkirk. Oh, it might not be in Dunkirk. I don't think, I don't think maybe Dunkirk in Momentum. Um, he's not in Momentum. I think. But yeah, I just oh, there's so many underrated aspects of this film too. I think Falcone and the whole crime mafia boss aspect. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. I just think that part's really cool. Probably like one of the coolest scenes for me ever is just when Batman first comes out. Mm-hmm. The way the movie does it too, it's not cheap. It like it's like halfway through the movie and you haven't even seen Batman, right? But it's so rewarding when it happens. Like it's just the most like chilling scene when, like, you're rooting for Batman, but you're like frightened too. Where are you? Here. Oh, and he grabs him. Yep. Although, um, if you want to get a laugh, you should also watch uh, uh, the Peach Meeting for this. Oh, uh, I have. Uh, if, uh, you should go to the part where he's talking about where he is in the League of Shadows, about to become a member. And he's like, and the, and the, the guy in Peach Meeting is like, yeah, so he, he refuses to kill anyone. Oh, so how, how does he get away? Uh, he sets the building on fire and kills everyone in the building. <laughs> Super, but yeah, I mean, if I'm a nitpick, that's probably the like one thing I have. But that's, yeah, I just, that's fine, yeah. Uh, oh, so good. That's what so will good. separate me in the next film is the ending doesn't land as perfect, but yeah, 
even Christopher Nolan's still putting tremendous twists in the Batman movie, like mm-hmm. Ra's yeah. al Ghul being alive was like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, definitely. So, um, is is Ducard and Ra's al Ghul are they not the same in the comics or? Ducard's not in the comics. Okay, so Ducard's just somebody made up. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I mean, I just talked about this movie forever. Uh, it, it bugs me how underrated this film is. I know people that love The Dark Knight and haven't seen Batman Begins. Oh, that's, that, it's just, I agree with you. Like, it just it's just such a great job of explaining, you know, how his parents were killed, why they were killed, you know, and it's just a believable story of you know, your parents are killed and you just you get kind of lost for a little bit and then you find your way back and you, you want to beg in your city. Um, but you're not able to do it by yourself and just, you know, going up against this crime and just, honestly, I wouldn't say Batman's a hero. Like, he really is, like, he really is a vigilante, mm-hmm. you know? Just, oh, so good. Although there, there's, uh, there's another funny line from, um, the, um, the honest trailer for this movie where it talks about how, um, so Lucius Fox could have been giving a serial killer all of these things for for all he knew, you know. <laughs> Great sequence and how they explain that too. Like, oh yeah, so good. Just like how he gets the gadgets. I, I will say, this, in the Batmobile too. Oh yeah, the Batmobile is. I'm, I'm, it might be my favorite, honestly. Like, it, it's definitely not as sleek and as like cool looking as the others, but there's just something cool about driving the tank around. Yeah, and the Batcave is like makes sense. It just makes somehow they made Batman believable and makes sense. Right, and if there's one superhero that like can exist besides Iron Man, it is Batman. You know, he's he's the one that could technically there could be a Batman out there. Like thinking about, we went from Batman flying up on a rocket with Mister Freeze just after finishing a hockey match to this. (laughs) Yep, to this to you know someone who tries to fight crime joins crime. Joins his organization that teaches him to be a ninja, which is that, that honestly is the most like far fetched thing is joining this like secret organization that are a bunch of ninjas. But even that, like, I mean, those exist. So yeah, but yeah, so good. Last thing I'll say about this is you know if I have a top ten favorite, you know, top five almost ever mm-hmm. superhero movies, this is in there. If I have a top. You know, my top favorite movies ever in general. This is making the list, too. Uh, just lo- I love this movie. Uh, like I said, we keep going on about it, but let's talk oh, about yeah. the most famous one, of course, The Dark Knight. Oh. What'd you give it? I give it an A. I give this an A. Plus. Yeah, same A. Plus. If I'm giving. Oh. Matt Candle says you can't grade movies perfect. Well, I'm giving this 100 out of 100. So this has, in my opinion, the greatest opening scene, the greatest introduction of a villain ever. That opening scene where they rob the bank. Oh my god, it's, it, it's amazing. You know, you have, you have all the jokers, they, they start shooting each other. And the last one left alive is, is the joker himself. It's just, oh, it just gives me chills. <laughs> such, such a good opening scene. I love it so much. Most oh. is widely viewed as perhaps the best superhero movie ever and also just one of the greatest films ever i know plenty of non-superhero movie fans that love this movie yeah once again like this this doesn't really feel like 
and this was pre-Marvel, so, you know, it's used to look back now and having seen Marvel movies, but this definitely is very, very different from a Marvel movie, you know, or even the DC movies of today. <clears throat> and they're just, there's just, and this might be a cliche, but there's just something so iconic about Heath Ledger as the, as Joker. So it's like, for instance, so you have, you have Jack Nicholson as Joker, right? And you have, um, what's the name of uh, the guy who played the Joker in Suicide Squad? Jared Leto. Uh, Jared Leto. So, um, Jared Leto is just freaking weird. He's just creepy. Like, not interesting, just, just weird. Um, Jack Nicholson is goofy, but not a threat. Heath Ledger is a perfect combination of the two where, you know, he, 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 he has, he has the laughs, everything, but he also has that creepiness, but it's intriguing. You know, he's just, he literally is the embodiment, if this, this is the thing, embodiment of a villain. Like, his purpose is to just be, like, he doesn't care about money, he doesn't, he doesn't care about status, he doesn't care about wealth. His only goal in life is to just torment people. Which, I mean, it's a pretty sick thing if that actually, like, existed. But in terms of, like, a movie villain, like, just phenomenal that all he cares about is making sure that things just always go wrong <laughs> and the theme is hit on really nicely with uh alfred he said because batman if you see this is where you got to see batman begins because batman basically says criminals aren't hard to understand you have to just mm. understand them mm. and that's why batman bruce wayne was having such a hard time with joker is he just mm-hmm. didn't understand he's like he's what does this guy want once i figure out what this guy wants and then you know, Alfred just offers, you know, some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, some men can't be bought, bullied, reasonless, you know. And and such, such a great story he gives where he was, uh, talks about he was working like security in like Africa or something. Mm-hmm. And and uh, this bandit kept, you know, uh, stealing gems, stealing diamonds. And they found out that he was just, he stole them and he dumped them, you know, which is just, you know. And then one of my favorite scenes is right after um, the Joker breaks the like Chinese guy out of prison, um, and, and they go to the warehouse with the money, and he lights half of the money on fire because because that's probably what like like two billion dollars you'd say. Just oh goodness! This city deserves a classic criminal, and I'm gonna give it to them. Also, probably the most iconic Batman lines ever. You want to see a magic trick? <sighs> he did what? so good that he actually outshined Batman. Uh, unfortunately, he did so good that he killed himself, which super bummer for cinema. But mm-hmm. yeah, so but yeah, just oh, so many great lines. You know, let's put a smile on that face. We even talked about. So this is like the seventy-three nine warriors adding Kevin Durant. <laughs> you talk about Joker, everything, and you don't even mention the incredible character progression and twist of Harvey Dent in this movie. Oh yeah, which is a plus yeah. two. Like oh, definitely, definitely. Just the whole motive of like you know, he's the White Knight and he's trying to replace Batman, and Joker basically turns him and with his master plan. Just some people just need a little push. <laughs> like gravity <laughs> oh yeah goodness yeah and then, pick um, with this movie would mm-hmm. just be uh be the, no more katie holmes as rachel dawes yeah uh so it was maggie gyllenhaal 
which I mean, she was she was fine. Yeah, she was she was fine. We know we know her all too well, and her brother Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was more just you know that Katie yeah. Holmes didn't want to do it. No, oh, yeah, so. this is the only nitpick. I like the uh, I like Katie Holmes as Rachel better. Yeah, me too. Uh, the one thing by Maggie Gyllenhaal was just a little too. I don't know, like too in your face about it. Like I feel like Rachel Dolls is a more like, yeah, she, she's she's assertive, but she's 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 more reserved in my opinion. But better just, chemistry with yeah, I do Christian Bale with Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. But yeah, once again, like so, this was the start of his his deep gravelly voice. It <laughs> the famous Batman voice. Yep, I'm not wearing hockey pads, and you're gonna love me. It's famous. I love it. Oh, so good. But yeah, definitely the, uh, the the arc of how you have Harvey Dent, who essentially, not necessarily a foil to Batman, but kind of a foil. You know, Batman is, is this rich guy who pretends to not care about anything. Um, but secretly he goes around, you know, fighting crime. And Harvey Dent is this person who up front, you know, stands up to, to mobs, to people, and he tries to help those around him. But because of that... You know, he, he actually ends up becoming that, which he tried to stop. He goes around basically murdering people. But yeah, he was, I, I, I actually really liked it with, with his, um, his, his coin with, with the two faces. I thought that was really, really clever what they did. Mm hmm. It, it, no one's such a good filmmaker. He just, the details in this are just amazing. Definitely, and, yeah, definitely. And just like how they like, his nickname is as Two Face. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know. Sometimes in these older Batman movies, they just scream, "I'm Two Face. I'm Joker." Um, I like how like I like when villains' names are kind of more subtle, brought up. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Instead of just like this title they proclaim, um. Last thing I'll say is 94% Rotten Tomato. I think that's low. So. Oh, yeah. And this is like 99 or 100. Batman um, Begins had 84. I think that's super low, too. Yeah. I, th- I think my only nitpick with this is, and also something I love, is how the Joker talks about how he's not a schemer. He's he's a doer. Because if you think about it, the Joker is probably the most over-the-top schemer and planner there is. Just, just think about like Harry t- talks about how he's like he is a dog chasing a car, so he's like he's like I think my hands on it. I don't even know what to do with it. But like just think about all his plans he did, you know, where where he gets captured by the police and then sent to a cell, and then he almost kills a cop and gets a phone call and then blows the guy's stomach up. Just, I mean, he's he he is a, a great a great point. Of best memory nitpick is that you know he's Maybe not, just manipulating him to make yeah. him think that. Yeah, but he's just kind of this wild. I'm just a dog and the dog chasing traffic. Yeah, but yeah. Um, definitely, arguably my favorite, mo- my most favorite movie of all time. Definitely top three all time. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, <clears throat> just oh, so, just the perfect, in my opinion, the perfect movie. Hundred out of hundred. Yeah. Well, 2012 brought us the. End of this trilogy, The Dark Knight Mm -hmm. Rises. Mm -hmm. Christopher Nolan again, of course, with same cast, but with some new villains. Tom Hardy, Bane, Marion Cotillard as 
Talia Lagul. And Anne Hathaway. Well, she's an anti-hero. It's a Catwoman. Yeah, yeah, yeah villain anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the cop. I guess he's Robin. kind of like the Robin of yeah, it. The, yeah. What was his name? Oh, yeah. John Blake. That's right. John Blake. Yeah. She got by a middle name. Robin. <laughs> that was good. That was a good setup. 87%. So okay. pretty respectable. Hmm. Um, would you grade it? I give this. I give this an A. An A, okay. Yeah. I gave an A minus. A minus, um, okay. I think it's well, saying that it's the weakest of the three. I mean, is not an insult. Um, I guess you have an A as an A minus. I'll just tell you why it's not. Why it is the lowest for me. Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of it kind of drifts away a little bit from the believability aspect of the other two films just with like the whole you know there's a nuke in the city and we're here for months um so that would be the only thing i would say mm-hmm. maybe i didn't like about some of the plot is a little less clean than the other two movies and then talia ghoul the twist wasn't she's I think she's the weakest of the villains in the Dark Knight trilogy. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The reason... So this is my uh, hot take here, Keegan, but Batman Begins is actually third on, on these three for me. This is my second favorite, Dark Knight Rises. I don't think that's a hot take. It's, prob- it's probably like back and forth to others. Yeah. But no, so apparently this is a movie that some people don't like, but I think it's, I think it's great. Like, once again, you have a great opening scene um, where they bring the people onto the airplane, you know. And Bane is so Bane. scary. Oh, oh, Bane, yeah. I mean, his voice is a little weird, but still, like, once again, like. That's why I has, love it. He has so many iconic lines, too. Uh, you, I, was, I was born in the dark. You think darkness is your ally? But yeah, a great opening scene. I think he's he's a great villain. Um, super sad that Big Ben dies in the football scene. <laughs> Heinz Ward made it though. Heinz Ward made it. That's all that matters. But no, I think. Are we um, sad Big Ben died? No. I'm just oh no, not at all. I don't, I don't care for Big Ben. <laughs> uh, Bane, awesome. Oh yeah, great, great villain. Obviously, great villain. physically, he—I mean—he beats Batman to the pulp. It's a pretty disturbing scene, but he's also a complete mastermind too. Yeah, he—he. He, so I feel like in, in in Batman Begins, you had the villain that was uh, Ra's al Ghul, who was very physical. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to fight you. And then in Dark Knight, you had Joker, who was more of a, of a mastermind. You know, he talks about how he's not going to lose uh, the the soul of Gotham in a fist fight with Batman and Bane definitely is a, a, a great marriage of the two where he's this very physical can be the crap out of you but also a very very good planner very very intricate plans that he does as well mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of kind of they're like supposed to be the crescendo of the Batman villains although originally I'm I'm I if I recall correctly Joker was supposed to be in uh, the Dark Knight Rises he was supposed to make a return uh, but obviously that didn't happen because because Heath Ledger passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big what yeah. if? Big what if? Yeah. Big what if? 
But I do agree, it is definitely on the on the more less believable side. You know, there's there's the uh, uh the famous nitpick of, well, how did it get from you know the uh, the Middle East to Gotham in the space of like a day? Because you know? he's Batman. Because I'm Batman. Uh, great, um, great pitch meeting. Doesn't matter, baby. Doesn't matter because Batman's back, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, he's like, hey, he spends about you know three hours on on an art project of a bat on the side of a bridge. <laughs> Light it up. It's a great full circle moment of this of the trilogy too. Where like, oh, definitely, yeah. Like he conquers his fear and he has no fear and what helps him escape is his fear fear again it's just yep. there's it's fear of dying and it connects a lot with batman begins this movie mm-hmm. too which again like people say they haven't seen batman begins i'm like what do you what oh you need to it's good it's a, it's like this movie. it's just this movie connects to the consequences of batman begins and the dark knight i think it's really good oh yeah Pretty interesting, oh, yeah. the time jump. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird to see Batman kind of out. He's out of his prime. He's Yeah, so it looks like it's been eight years. Yeah. Not a lot of Batman in this movie either. No, there's not. So um, maybe that's a nitpick too. Maybe a little bit more Batman. Which goes back to my saying is like, this is not, it's almost, this, this part of the reason it's so good, it's almost not even a superhero movie. It's like, it's like a crime drama. Yeah, still. But yeah, I mean, I, I still think you know, Christian Bale's still a phenomenal Bruce Wayne, you know? I think just his his character arc, his character growth. Um, also, uh, when you first see Batman, like, suit up and get into and get into his uh, his Batmobile and, and chase all of Bane's men, like, it's super funny because, like, uh, he's next to a couple of cops and the older one's like, oh, we're in for a show tonight. And then they see Batman, and the other cop shoots at Batman, and he looks back at him. The cop's like, oh, I'm sorry. Because, <laughs> yeah, if I don't know if the listeners remember, but at this stage in this universe, uh, Batman was the one who said that he killed Harvey Dent mm-hmm. instead of the other way around. And so, as of right now in this period, Batman's view is like a serial killer, essentially. Yeah. Well... Anything else to share about this one? Um, also, this is one of the few movies that I actually cried during. Um, just wow. the, the scene where Batman he is in the bat and he's flying away with a bomb and then it explodes and you go to Alfred just crying over uh, the graves of his parents. He's like, I'm sorry, I failed you. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. Uh, I don't know why that, that scene gets me. It just does. And then at the very end, at the end of the movie, is a little cheesy, but the very end where he, you know he's in Paris and he turns around and and he sees Catwoman and um, oh we didn't even talk about Catwoman all did we? No, controversial uh, casting at first, but I actually think she did a good job. I guess that's true. Yeah, she she never really played anything like this, but no, I think she's she was I think she's better than Michelle Pfeiffer. If I'm being honest. Oh wow, mm-hmm. they're very different for me. Yeah, they're different, but I mean, I think she was a good jo- she was a good job of being someone who, you know, I don't know. I think she's a very good antihero. Not, I mean, she wouldn't have been a good villain at all, but definitely uh, more of an antihero. I think she almost came across to me more as like a Batgirl, almost. Yeah, 
Well, less so in, in the first half, but de- definitely when he comes back um, from from the prison, she she morphs into Batgirl essentially, and she kind of looks like Batgirl. Mm-hmm. I like that they closed this movie, and I don't know, it just wrapped it up nicely. It was yeah, overall, I, mean, yeah. I still gave a minus. I love it. So, uh, do you know if they were gonna do like a spinoff Robin movie with um whatever that guy's name is? What's his name? Uh, Joseph, uh, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Uh, Nolan said he didn't want to. Just okay. he wanted to keep it shut, which can respect. Obviously, we just want more Nolan Batman content. But yeah. gotcha. Well, we're gonna take a tone shift here. <laughs> gotcha. Batman vs Superman, baby. Oh, probably it. Uh, <laughs> Before The Last Jedi, probably the most controversial controversial movie of our generation. Obviously, the hype of this is just beyond crazy. It's Batman oh, vs. Yeah. Superman. It's yeah. it's kind of a sequel, actually. Uh, it's not like... This one's different because it's not just a Batman movie. Uh, there's no, like... Per, there's no Batman movie for this Batman beforehand. You just get thrown right. into it. What'd you give it? Um, I give Batman vs. Superman, I give it a C-. minus. I gave it a C+. Plus. Hmm. Or, oh wait, no, I missed it. It was a B-. Minus, my B-? Minus. What is wrong with you? So C+, plus, nothing's wrong with me? I I think... I mean, still, like, I mean, I, I'm the, not being generous with a C-. Minus. I mean, it's my hot take. I, I yeah. enjoy I enjoy this movie. I appreciate what it is for. Uh, I understand it did not meet expectations. It had A-plus expectations is why I think it didn't land. Uh, yeah. I think we're so engulfed in the MCU era, too. It also That's raises expectations. Cool. Like so I, this came out in 2016. Yep, 2016. Yeah. Okay. Like, if this came out 2004, like, before Batman Begins, personally, I think, we'd think, wow, what a movie. That's right. This came out the same time that Civil War did. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's why I hated this so much. (laughs) Because Civil War is so much better. And look, I I get I'm on an island on this. I I think Ben Affleck, Baffleck. Baffleck. He's actually a perfect Bruce Wayne. His Batman action scenes remind me of uh, the Arkham games. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, part of the... I mean, a lot of it's just not his fault. I mean, they're just kind of trying to tell his story in a sequel. Yeah, and it's... it's This is a different Batman uh, than, the, than the Nolan Batman, obviously. Um, so, yeah. brand new universe, etc. I mean, I think the Batman vs. Superman fight was really good, actually. I mean, the whole Martha thing is obviously really cheesy. Oh, gosh. Um, the Wonder Woman reveal was huge. I, I mean, that really has nothing to do with Batman. So, I mean, this uh, is not even technically a Batman. Well, it is. It's a Batman movie. It's yeah. it's it's a Batman-Superman movie. Yeah. Um, and so, do you remember that me and, uh, me and Megan actually saw this movie with you? Mm-hmm, I do. And do you remember that they started playing a different movie at the beginning of this movie? I was so mad. <laughs> no, it's 
No, just, I don't know, like... They didn't need to do uh, the Bruce Wayne's parents stuff again. That no, was another failure. That. They didn't need to show that. In slow motion, they didn't need to show that. Just, I don't know, like... I think that Henry Cavill is one of the worst actors of all time. Like, what? He is awful. Like, like Vin Diesel's terrible. The Rock is terrible. But I think Henry Cavill is worse. Like, he's... <laughs> He he's your typical like male bimbo who's like who's like a good looking man, but he just sucks. And the only reason he's on there is because people will find he's attractive. So you didn't like Man of Steel? I'm taking. That's a movie I I watched multiple times, and I was like, I got I have to like this movie. I just didn't like it. I just yeah. I don't know. Like his 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 um his Clark it just comes off as just as just a jerk and just a butt. And you see, he's supposed to be you know this this humble, nice, loving guy. And he's just he's just a jerk. Um, but yeah, the, uh, probably one of the worst moments of superhero movies ever is when Superman's like, St. Martha! Why did you say that name? And the reason they stopped fighting is because their moms have the same name, like, <laughs> such a dumb thing. Uh, and then there's just, it's just so much talking and talking. Don't worry, fans of sitting and talking, just talking and talking and, you know, meetings and blah, 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 like, this movie is what? Is it three hours long? Let's see. It's pretty long. There's like an uncut version, a rated R version where it's longer. Let's see. I can't see how long it is. But yeah, I think, and they only fight for like five minutes. And then there's Doomsday, who's a who's an awesome supervillain. They just like throw him there at the end. I don't know, like, this movie is a testament of what not to do with like special effects. Where you just, the special effects are super cool, I'll give you that. Super cool special effects. But just the story is just, doesn't make any sense to me. Like they go from here to here and here and then they're at, they're at the like meeting with the congresswoman and she has a jar of pee and then the wheelchair blows up. Just like, ugh. I don't I, know. 29% harsh, come on, for Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, I, this isn't 29. This, I would, I would much rather, so this has a lower score than Batman 1989, uh, Batman Returns, and Batman Forever. I would watch this, like, five times in a row before I'd watch any of those movies. That's so, what I mean. I think part of it, it's a prisoner of its time, it came out. Yeah. So I tried to grade it on a little bit more of that curve of a B minus. I like I said, I personally do still enjoy it more than other people do, and that's fine. But uh, let's go to the last one, which is we don't need to really spend any time on this one. It's kind of more of a fun entry. Uh, Lego Batman. What would you I'll give it? Batman. I'll give it a B minus. I gave it a B plus. B plus. If, okay. I know you were on the Spider-Man pod, but it's kind of the whole uh, Into the Spider-Verse thing. Yeah. Zero expectations for this movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just something that's going to be, you know, funny. And and it know. was awesome. Oh, it was it was hilarious. And it makes so, fun of the uh, Batman movies. Oh, it definitely, yeah, definitely. Just hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, th there was one thing I forgot to mention in Batman Begins. That movie makes fun of the original Batmans because there's a scene where he talks about where he can't move his head. <laughs> and, yeah. and one of that, but yeah. Anyway, certainly yeah, helped like, it back up the car. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, this definitely was one of those silly movies where almost how does a comparison to this? Uh, kind of like a uh, like a Despicable Me or Mega Mind, where you know zero expectations, but it's just funny. You know, there's there's just there's funny lines, funny scenes. You know, like I, 
technically this isn't a Batman movie, it's more of a Lego movie, but still just feels super funny. What was that line? Like, Batman has an eight pack? Oh, yeah, <laughs> an eight pack. Uh, oh, goodness. Yeah, you have, you have Zach Galifianakis as the Joker, Will Arnett as Batman, Bruce Wayne. Gr- great casting. Michael Sarah as Dick Grayson. <laughs> just great. I love it. How do we so feel good. this is the fourth best Batman movie ever? I I would be fine with that. Yeah. I would I would watch this before Batman vs Superman. That's fair. Uh, I have a higher. Uh, All right. Well, those are the major Batman films. Uh, mm-hmm. Just shotgun reaction. Uh, I just wanted to bring up some Batman movies and shows if you've seen them. Quick reaction: Joker. Uh, I have not seen it. Great movie, actually. Okay. Really good. Uh, I like that one. Uh, Suicide Squad. He makes an appearance in it. And there's a lot of Batman villains, like Harley Quinn. I mean, he's cool in the movie, but that movie was just stupid. Suicide Squad was stupid. I didn't like it at all. Justice League? Are we talking about the animated series or the movie? The movie. The movie was fine. It was was okay. The Snyder Cat's kid. I'll say that. Yeah. Batgirl TV never series? Seen, I've never seen it. Gotham TV series? Never seen it. Adam West? <laughs> I've seen parts of it. It's funny. It's it I mean it's a terrible series, terrible, terrible movie, but it's funny. There's some super funny scenes. The bat the shark repellent where he like karate chops a shark. Uh, there's a scene where he's on a pier trying to find a bomb and he like oh. runs up with him over his head. It's uh, <laughs> Holy sardines, Batman! The uh, Batman animated series. Oh, great! Such so I I grew up watching that and the Spider Man animated series mm-hmm. as a kid. Just I like uh, it that, too. Uh, that and 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 the Justice League animated series. So good as a kid, I loved it so much. I watched all those and Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond was good too. That was that, that was that was really good as well. So, that covers those. I don't know. I, I think there was like another Adam West Batman TV series, but like I said, yeah. history yeah. doesn't go that far for the Keegan nah. Cut. <laughs> uh, lastly, we are just going to run through some categories then. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's always debates about where people rank up as far as like who's the best Batman, all that type of stuff. So just gonna run through that for you. Mm-hmm. Who is the best Batman? Not not in I'm not asking Bruce Wayne. Who does the best job as Batman? Christian Bale, easily. I will say him, but I don't think Ben Affleck's version is that far as far away as people think. Yeah, he just like he does a really good job. The action scenes. And the there, the fierceness and the complexity, it just does a really yeah, good job. There's there's just less screen time, you know. There, there's no like Ben Affleck Batman movie. He's always with other superheroes. That's why, mm-hmm. you know, all, all all I need is Christian Bale as Batman, and I love it. But you know, Ben Affleck, who was arguably the best in those movies, which was surprising. He's he's good, but to me, Christian Bale and then everybody else. Best Bruce Wayne. I'm still gonna go with Christian Bale. Just Ben Affleck is a great Bruce Wayne, 
But once again, like, just the character progression and everything he does is Bruce Wayne. Like, I, I have to go with Christian Bale. He's so iconic. I just, yeah, the old ones are so bad, it's going to be hard to find one. Yeah. Like here. Uh, best sidekick? So that could be Alfred, Robin, Batgirl, Lucius. Lucius Fox is my favorite sidekick. I think Morgan Freeman knocked him out of the park with with his wittiness and just, you know, everything he does to help Batman, you know, spices gadgets, his the uh, the bat, the Batmobile just and I have to go I have to go with Lucius Fox. He's great. I will shout out the first Alfred. He was in all of the first four movies. So he's the only connective mm-hmm. thing to say that's all in the same universe. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Lucy's Michael Caine for me. I just like him. Michael Caine. Uh, best male villain? Joker. All right, non-Joker. Um, that's, too, that's a good one. Does does Stephen Wolf? Uh, not Stephen Wolf. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Bane then. I, I think Bane was he – wasn't, he wasn't as good as Joker, obviously. He had his shortcomings, but, you know, yeah. to just – to just literally break his back <laughs> and hold a city hostage with a nuke, like I think he was a great villain, and Tom Hardy is super underrated. I think I go with Bane too. I put Harvey Dent pretty close, and oh, Harvey Dent's definitely a close second. And then you know, you know, Ra's al Ghul, Falcone, and Scarecrow are all Scarecrow, pretty are really all good great too. too. Yeah, yeah. Once again, like even the worst villain in Christopher Nolan's universe is ten times better. Than any villain from the eighties and nineties, easily. Which, by the way, Scarecrow appeared in all three of the Dark Knight trilogy movies. He did. Yep, he's in Scarecrow. He becomes Scarecrow in the first, and then he. It's like in the opening. Of opening the- scene, he gets captured, and in the third, he's like uh, the like judge or something mm-hmm. when, when the he's taken over. Best female villain. This is tough. Does does, does Catwoman count as a villain? Yeah. I'll go with Catwoman just because, you know, Talia, she was there. Poison Ivy, eh. But yeah, definitely, definitely. And this is this is the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, I'd probably Catwoman. I go with her. Uh yeah, Talia doesn't do it for me personally. Yeah. Uh, like, as a villain, I think she did fine in the role in the movie. Oh, definitely, yeah. But yeah, the but... villain's just yeah. You already mentioned your best Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Best is... Batcave? The Michael Keaton one's actually kind of cool. I yeah. don't know if you remember it. It's it's actually, that's more of what I thought it'd be like with all these like big monitors and television screens and such in his, his, his bat suits in a vault. Um, so yeah, probably uh, Michael Keaton one's pretty cool, I'd say. I'm going with Lego Batman. Lego Batman. That's easily the best Batcave. Okay. I, I honestly don't remember that one. But... Remember he's got like 50 different gadgets? Batmobile, <laughs> Bat, Batwing, Bat-Tractor, Bat. Oh, yeah. Uh, but if you want live action, I would go uh, Batfleck for best. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's I like fair. that he has like that Robin thing in there as like a reminder. Oh yeah, because Robin exists in that universe, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. It's but he's implied Joker had killed him. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's something I missed. So let's talk about the future of Batman. So there's actually two things coming up 
Let me start with mm-hmm. the more minor ones. So Flashpoint, it will have Ben Affleck's Batman in it. Flashpoint. So that will be the Flash movie. So basically Flashpoint is going to be almost like the Doctor Strange or Spider-Man No Way Home of the DC Universe. It'll be mm-hmm. Ezra Miller's uh, Flash, but Flash in the comics and the TV series, he can like travel to... Uh, you know, different universes, different timelines. That's right. Is he going to see Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So I think that's pretty cool. Gotcha. Uh, even if you watch the trailer, you'll hit Michael Keaton's in that trailer, and then I, like I said, I think Ben Affleck's a, is a good Batman. Yeah, I mean he's he's decent. So I think he does. I think he's. <sighs> Maybe we should have mentioned Justice League more because he does play a big prominent role in Justice League. I like his whole recruiting thing and going around finding the Justice League. Yeah, it's just I think I it's fun. I don't like the one they did because in Batman vs Superman, he distrusts Superman, hates him, thinks he's a threat, and then all of a sudden Justice League, he's like, "Yeah, Superman and I were such good friends. We're pals. We're buddies." Well, he feels and guilty. He, but 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 like, but like he's acting like that they were lifelong friends, and that's just not. That's just not. How it is, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I like the line, what's your power again? I'm rich. I'm rich. <laughs> which is so true, which is funny. That is his power, yeah. So, uh, wanted to throw that one there. More minor, but that... But, yeah. And then obviously why we're doing the pod this time is Ooh. the Batman. Batman. Starring Robert Pattinson. Colin Farrell, Zoe Kravitz. Um, oh, I'm missing... Paul, uh, Paul Dano as, as a Riddler. Yes, Paul Dano. Andy Circus as Alfred. This, yeah. this is this is definitely, I would say, so when Michael Keaton was cast as Batman in 1989, that was very controversial because he was he was a short, quiet dude. And They're they were, all no, controversial. But, That's yeah, what I, I laugh about. But I, Robert Pattinson, you know, he played, was it Edward in Twilight? Yeah. Don't act Def- like you don't know. Dude, I've never seen his movies before. You like? He also played Cedric Dickory. That's Cedric. That's what I know from Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> Cedric Harry Potter. But yeah, definitely like a very huge paradigm shift from you know, this this like teen actor, this this like girl crush to the Dark Knight. You know, very gritty, very. But the trailers look awesome. Um, but once again, trailers can be deceiving. But they look one of the best so trailers good. ever with that. Uh, oh yeah, that music. From mm. Nirvana. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. My, so good. My only worry is that they treat Riddler like the Jared Leto Joker, where they go too far into the weird and just creepy, and so it becomes not interesting. I think you know? he'll be like the Zodiac Killer. Okay, that, like, that's what I'm hoping more for. More of this, like, this, like, super genius, like a Joker, like, like, uh, like Heath Ledger Joker, where he's still creepy, he's still evil. But mm-hmm. it's it's he's intriguing, you know. I think this movie can be just as good as the Nolan movies. Oh, I think so too. Here, let me defend Robert Pattinson. I know mm-hmm. Cedric Diggory. Cedric Diggory. Edward. Uh, those movies came out a long time ago. Oh yeah, and he's been Definitely. in plenty of other movies since then. Very more dark roles. Uh. Probably the one people would be most familiar with is Tenet. He's awesome in Tenet. Yep, he's big. He's good in Tenet. Um, the next thing I would say is 
I promise you, every Bruce Wayne selection, people criticize. People cr- people were like, Christian Bell? I promise you, people are like, Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah, ben Affleck. And, George Clooney. Ralph yeah. Kilmer. Michael Keaton. I actually think Robert Pattinson's a great pick. No, I mean, I definitely... And this is definitely set in a time of his life that other other movies haven't explored. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's definitely like he's definitely younger. I'd say probably like late twenties, early thirties would be my guess, just based on how, what he looks like. Probably probably like you had you had the Michael Keaton Batman that tried to murder people, and then Christian Bale that like refused to kill people. Probably more in the middle of where he's like just. Psychotic and just beats the crap out of people, but probably not a murderer. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I'm just really excited because this is going to stick to the Nolan. It's outside of the DCEU. This is just mm-hmm. its own world. It's oh, going to be nice. very grounded, so it's going to feel really realistic. Like from the trailers, like from what I've been reading about what the director is trying to do is he wants it grounded. Uh, the Riddler will be almost like the Zodiac. He's almost implied as almost like a, a serial killer in this movie. Right. And the so, Penguin's like a mafia boss more. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. So is this, this isn't set in the Nolan universe though, right? This is a separate universe? Separate universe. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, he said he really, so one thing the Bat, no Batman movies have hit on a ton is Batman is the world's greatest detective. Yeah, they really haven't. Like, so that is what he said he's really focusing on for this movie. Okay, it's good, good. Very yeah. detective focused. Uh, I just I was reading in this article that Robert Pattinson was filming Tenet, and on day one of filming, he found out he got cast as Batman with Christ- <laughs> filming with Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan said he's really excited for. That's awesome. Him and he he likes the take of early on Batman, more detective focused. So let's see. Uh, the director's Matt Reeves. I don't know if I've heard of him before. Um, okay, he's the one who did Planet of the Apes. Ooh, he, uh, he, he did Cloverfield. That's, that's, that's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Let's see. And then, okay, not, not, not a lot of good things, but. They're uh, planning on doing two sequels with this, so it's going to be a trilogy. Oh, cool. Oh, that's so- awesome. Uh, I was I was just listening to an interview. They asked him about Mister Freeze, uh-huh. and he said he actually likes the challenge of like having to take on someone like Mister Freeze and make them seem like a realistic character. So that got me really excited. Like he kind of implied uh, Mister Freeze might be in the plans, and I would love to see a take on making that realistic. See, I feel like Mister Freeze is synonymous to the Spider-Man villain. Um... Uh, the Sandman. And I actually think Sam Raimi did a decent job with him. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, it's a dude made out of sand who controls sand. Whereas, you know, Mr. Freeze is a guy whose head is in like a snow globe and he like shoots ice. <laughs> you know, so. There's I don't a know. lot they could do you with know? it. Just a guy that's trying to save his wife and. Oh, definitely. He's yeah. very sympathetic villain, actually. That's true, yeah. At, at the end of Batman and Robin, isn't he kind of, kind of like redeemed? Mm hmm. That's right. Best part of the movie. <laughs> and then he shoots off to space. <laughs> but no, yeah, super excited for this movie. Uh, comes out March 4th. We're really looking forward to it. I'm actually really excited it's not rated R. Um, 
I am one of those people that will not watch rated R movies because they're just too much for me. Um, but yeah, super excited PG-13. Some people are like, oh, it's not going to be bloody and gory. It's not going to be swearing. It's not going to be sex in it. I don't know. I think you can still have these realistic, gritty movies without, you know, dropping F-bombs and, you know, seeing, like, seeing guts and blood and all that. I'm excited because it's three hours long. And I know some that turns some people off. I'm like, oh no, no, no! It's it, it, it's it's funny. I was talking to my wife the other day, and we watched a movie that was like an hour and a half long, and we were like, "That's it? Like, yeah. where's the rest of the movie?" Because we're used, you know, we're used to these Marvel movies that are at least two and a half hours long. Yeah, Amber said to let me know how it is before she invests babysitting time for a three-hour movie. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely with kids, yeah. With kids, it's it's a select few movies that you you see together. It's all right. Um, That's a guilt free pass for me to go see it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But no, I'm hoping that this surpasses Spider Man Far From Home, which was a phenomenal movie, and I'm hoping that this that this is better than that. Spider Man Far From Home or No Way Home. Sorry, sorry, No Way Home. No way is home. Uh, no way home. a really good movie, but maybe even a tad overrated now. <laughs> Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying. There's some very convenient plot writing. All of a sudden, Ned can use a sling ring. Eh. Oh come on! You know it was so cool when you saw Tobey Maguire and um, it was very, and very convenient. Garfield, Andrew Garfield. That was, that was. Come on, that was cool. No, that, that cool. that's amazing. I'm just saying. All of a sudden, uh-huh. it's like, uh, we're gonna have him be have a magic family now, <laughs> with no I mean, no implication in previous films about it. I mean. It, that's kind of Marvel, isn't it? <laughs> like, they're, they're starting to get a little bit lazier for me, but Marvel's definitely reaching a point where they're um, almost like Star Wars. We're talking Marvel's starting to get overrated, in my opinion, just because they had such phenomenal movies in the past. Yeah, I'm afraid you know, they they hit their peak and it's kind of dropping. I, I think they have to, you know, when they hit their peak. Well, we're finishing this Batman pod with some Spider-Man takes. <laughs> My two, my two favorite superheroes growing up, Batman, Superman. Well, well, hopefully <laughs> the Batman movie is good. I have high oh, hopes. Yeah. Super, super pumped, super pumped. But I uh, enjoyed talking Batman with you, Josh. Thanks for oh, coming on. Yeah, thanks again. It was it was fun. All right, folks. This is the socialist. <laughs> <laughs>